Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Yes, we're coming up in about 10 minutes uh, for all Tom Green fans. We've got Movie of the Week. Hang around for that. But Fox Sports Saturday night, World Club Challenge, Penrith Panthers versus St. Helens. Last week, St. Helens had been out. It's good to see him come out early and sort of join into the preseason. I think it's been great. Uh, they beat the Dragons 30 to 18. Uh, understrength Dragons, got to say, but they got the win. Jack Wellsby, fullback. Webby, I can see him coming out here. I, I think he'll get a lot of offers to come out here. He's a very, very good player. We're due to get some. English imports, aren't we? Yeah. The yeah. front rower for them, Alex Wormsley, is one of the best front rowers in the world. If you watch him, big, gangly, awkward player. Mm. Left hand is one of those guys runs with the ball in his left hand. And mm. like boxing, guys who run the ball with their Seriously. left hand can be awkward. As a halfback uh, by the name of Lewis Stodd, who tore his Achilles tendon last year. Johnny Lomax, 5'8". Mm. Um yeah, Lewis Dodd, I'm looking forward to watching him play halfback. Alex Wormsley, I know the, the, uh, the Storm had a big play at him. Try to, try He's to a homebody. He's like a northerner, yes, like a northern Englishman. They don't like to leave their village. Why uh, would you come to Australia? Like 30 degrees. Beautiful beaches. Beautiful. Stay over there in Warrington where it pisses down rain. Eight, eight, eight months of the year. I remember one tour I went Living downstairs. In the pub. Sounds terrible. We're over there and I had jet lag. So I went down, said to the concierge, it's like five in the morning, mate. What time's the sun come up? This is in October. He goes, oh, about five months. <laughs> <laughs> Matthew, when you Very were there, Matthew, good. when you were there, Matthew, how much uh, pub time was there? There was a lot. There was a, there was a lot. It was, you know, that's one of the reasons, Webby, why I enjoyed it. You're hitting, you, you've hit 30, 31. <laughs> yeah. in the pub all the time. Yeah. But it, it I'm, was, I'm shocked. It was a step right back as far as pressure. It was, right, a, it was right, a little right. bit, yeah, it just, it wasn't the same uh, professionalism as the NRL, but but I tell you what, it was a hard comp. It was some of the toughest football I, I played. So the year we were there, 2001, here's some of the players. So Wigan, you know, we had Andy Farrell, Radlinski and Dennis Betts and those guys. We had Adrian Lamb, Dave Furness, Steve Renoff and Brett Dallas. Leeds had um, the Australian imports were Bradley Clyde and Brett Mullins. Warrington had Twara Nickow, Alf Kevy and Andrew G. Uh, Hull, Jason Smith, Premier's Bradford had Stuart Field and then the, the Paul brothers. They were, you know, Leon Price. They were they were a powerhouse. Oh, and Helen's Dave. Strong. Well, like Dave Fairley, Kevin Iro, Paul Newlove, Sean Long and a few others were at St. Helens. It, it was a really, really difficult competition. As Joey will attest to, and I can understand the boys in Newcastle went over there so, you know, in high spirits, so to speak. In 2002, they played the World Club Challenge. And, mm. Mate, Bradford... Gave it to the boys. Yeah, right. like they were very, very strong side. Yeah, but on the 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 evening, the night before the game, Ben Kennedy and Steve Simpson pulled out with injuries and sickness. Mm. So we we're doing the national anthem. And I was looking across, just going, Stuart Fielden, mm. Joe Vagana. They were the biggest team I've ever played against. Yeah, Physically, right. the strongest side I've ever come up against. 
Bradford Bulls. Is that right? Very, very, very. I, they were very good side. I, I think the, I'm disappointed. I think this game should have been given a bit more star billing. Yes. I totally With them coming agree. out here, I don't look. No disrespect to Penrith and Penrith Stadium, and but it should have been at a bigger stadium like Combank or even Allianz. You, I know it's a long way from Penrith, but that's what that new $800 million stadium is for, big events. They should have, The NRL and the Super League should have promoted the shit out of the game, but they haven't. It's sort of a bit of an afterthought. Do I you give St. Missed. Helens a chance? No, I don't, no. no. Joey, Joey, if it was played if it was played at a kind of venue for them, you know, let's say, for instance, it was played at Allianz, look, I'd say they were going to be more competitive, but mate, you could get Melbourne Storm going to Penrith and playing Penrith there, and it's a tough assignment for St Helens to go there in the heat in front of a really hostile crowd and a great side. Well, no, I think twenty four and a half starts. Well, the start, like that. mate. The Is start, that the start? No, the start's and nineteen and oh, a half, and Penrith go up by sixes with Nathan's goal kicking. You got to say that looks quite juicy. Mm. Looking yep. looking at the ins for Penrith. Compared to last week, mm. yeah. St. Helens should be yeah, – they'd be, yeah. they'd be nervous. No, Liam, there is no Liam Martin and there's no uh, um, Dylan, Dylan Edwards. Edwards. That's a blow. But, mate, the depth they've got in that side. Yeah. And I, I just can't see St. Helens handling their yardage game. I'd love to see a really close game. I think we don't do enough for the English game. I think that it's our responsibility to do more. But uh, tough assignment. There's been talk about the NRL buying the Super League. Yeah, right. A couple of snips at that. Well, they, they brought in an independent um, company to, to run the rule over the Super League and basically to tell the Super League how it should be structured. Mm. It's, it's caused a lot of controversy over there because a lot of the sides, the English sides, have bought into it, so to speak, and tried to influence by saying, mate, get rid of Catalan, get rid of Toulouse. And rightfully so, that, yeah, you go and hang on. But, Frank, like, the Eng- we should be helping out the English game more and the English game should be helping out the French game. Yeah. More. So it's it's uh, that's crazy. Let's grow, yeah. Especially if rugby grow, union. Baby. If if rugby union bring in this rule where you have to tackle below the waist, the big advantage for rugby league to to get advancement over rugby union. Mm. Well, that's the thing about it, Joe. As you said before, it's ironic. People say, "Oh, people don't have an appetite for that sort of stuff." But it rates you, the UFC. It, you go down to the pub, watch Volkanovski fight. People love it. Now the Super League in England rates really well. The Challenge Cup final. And, uh, in England, rates huge on the BBC because BBC free to air. When it go when it goes on the BBC, it actually rates it rates through the roof. Goes Isn't really good. Right? Uh, question: St Helens came out here and played the entire NRL season. Where, where, where this has always been the argument with their top sides. Where would they finish? Ooh. Bottom four. Eight. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Right. They wouldn't I, be. I, they wouldn't make the eight. Once again, if they kept kept their top seventeen on the field. They'd be really competitive. Once they get a few injuries, mm. the depth just wouldn't be there. Mm. How did you find – you had a stint at Warrington. How did you find the standard of football? Uh, it's probably a mix. The top teams, the top two or three teams, similar to the NRL, maybe a step below. But then the other games would be a, probably a bit better than reserve grade, in between reserve grade and NRL. Mm. What, one of the things – great I- footy. Yeah. Really open, fast footy. Well, that's the thing. When I was over there, what I found the big difference between the, the NRL players, hardened NRL players, and the a lot of the English players, is that when the arm wrestle would start and it'd be back and forwards, the English, like I saw the players, English players, get uncomfortable. Like they'd be saying, kick the ball in touch, kick the ball in touch, like slow it down. Look for a breather. Yeah, look for a breather. And this is going to be the challenge because you imagine Nathan with his kicking. Oh, yeah. The game will just in that be. Heat. That, 
Penrith will be going to the game prepared for an eighty-minute arm wrestle. And St Helens, it's just not their game. What do you What do you expect of Penrith this year? I think it says a lot about what they've built there that you can lose two players like Kikau and Coruscant mm. and be aiming for. Everyone talks about how hard it is to win two, let alone three in a row. Yet they're still four dollars yeah. in the market to to win the comp. I'll be up there. If they, if they, if they but go, I mean, it says a lot that people don't think aren't yeah. expecting a big drop off. It's if you look at winning three in a row, first time since 81, 82, 83, if Penrith win and you think about some of the great sides that have been around, you know, like the, the Canberras in the, in the mid-90s, you know, into the Melbourne Storm dominance, into the Roosters dominance, if Penrith win three in a row, they're the best side of the modern era. They'd have to be. Without a doubt. In the salary cap era in particular. Mm. So you think Penrith would be better than the Canberra teams of the early 90s in Brisbane? Well, well that's... Well, no. That's... For me, that's debatable. Two, yeah. They what? But say? those those teams those teams aren't those teams weren't the salary cap was in its infancy then you know the 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 well like, they, were, they were two super teams but they were they, were, but they, they did, were but they did play a different style of football right? yeah and styles make fights yeah like Penrith if you look at the Penrith side if you look at their outside backs yeah and how they lead the yardage uh, that that's that's a big advantage if you put, okay and you put Nathan Cleary up against Alf and Ricky. Okay, I think he's I think he's equal to those two players. Really? Yeah, I do. I I, I honestly think Ooh. he is. Not yet. Could it, could he it will be. He'll go the past three them eventually. Three premierships makes it a, a pretty irresistible argument. The yeah. great shame of the early nineties was that that Penrith team. Uh, sorry, that never Can- played. Canberra and oh. Brisbane never played in the grand final. Could those teams exist in the current salary cap? No, no, not a no, no. no. The Canberra, the Canberra, well, Canberra, Canberra were over the cap in ninety one. Yeah. Canberra in ninety four. Canberra's uh, team in ninety four, and yes. Gus Gould, I know he rates the Brisbane Broncos team of ninety nine, ninety eight as the best team ever. Ninety eight, ninety eight was the year that that Brisbane won the comp, Queensland yeah. won the comp, and Australia won those Test matches against New Zealand. Mostly with Broncos players. I, yeah. In my opinion, the best side that I ever came up against, and it was daylight second, was 94 Canberra. Because yeah, right. Brisbane allow you to play football. Like the Stars started, great attack, but they'd let you play football. Mate, Canberra would just ping the ball around. They'll bring it. And, but then they turned it over. They'd just bash you up so bad. So Canberra 94 at full strength, the Penrith two years ago, their first premiership, who wins? I, I think as far as... As far as experience is concerned, when they won the comp for the first time two years ago, I go Canberra. However, now with those players experiencing Origin, the Can- uh, the Penrith players, and so you think Penrith last year are better than the team the previous year? Yes, I do. We asked them that question on uh, Wednesday, okay. and they the the Penrith guys we spoke to said, "Yeah, we think our wow. team last year was better than the year before." Mm-hmm. And now they've lost, obviously Kikau. Uh, he leaves a hole. Happy, happy, yeah, and happy. That's but, a big, that's well, a they're back you know, row. I, they're back I, row on Saturdays. Zach Hosking and Luke Garner. Yeah, so Jeez, that, that's good that, for you. But they've lost. Those, they've lost those two players. But you would say going into the year, they're still heavy favourites. Yeah, as as I said before, I, if yeah. all things being fair and equal as far as injuries, I just see them and the Roosters. Just well, we talk about the great Canberra sides and, and Brisbane never met, but. I from from a distance now. That's my Cornella. So you nine and a half. You think that's their morals, Penrith to beat? Yes, St Helens by that. Yes. What do you think? Yeah. Maybe? Oh, I didn't know that was the. I didn't know that yeah. was the line. I can't mm. believe for a world club challenge. That's very. We well, have a look at teams over the last 10, 20 years who have taken it serious. The Roosters, 
when they won it with Brad Fittler. Was that two of two? They beat St Helens over there, thirty-eight nil. Do you know St Helens? And Hel- then uh, two thousand one, St Helens beat the Broncos. That's right. Over there, fair enough, but mate, a convincing win. I think Manly beat them. Manly beat whoever they played over there in the two thousand. One of the Roosters. When did the Roosters? The win Roosters it? in the last one that was played in twenty twenty. That was I was there. It was that, Roosters St Helens in a totally wicked stadium. What was <laughs> the score? Uh, they did. Uh, they went one comfortably. It was thirty odd. Wasn't yeah, it? they won really well. But I, I knew they were very they were very resolute about winning that. Mm. You know, they were they were I know it was a big thing for Nick Politis. And and Melbourne had success over there a couple of times. They did, I believe because yeah. they went over the same. Did the Dragons when they won it, did they win it? I can't remember. They won it I've just too many brain well, cells. Yeah, they they were winning twenty to six, those sort of games. Yeah. I'm just making that up. I have no yeah, idea. No, the you know what? It, it, you know what? I'm people listening, to, going, no. listen to these gibberish. Oh, <laughs> I'll just Google that. Score. When we played, get back when to we the played experts. the we played the World Club Challenge. I was really well hydrated going into the down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, when you're well, in England, let me tell you, when you're in England, you come, you become piss fit drinking those pints. When you come back here, oh. drinking schooners, they're like eye drops. You just go. <laughs> Well, when you go there, remember your first beer pint you have over there. You just goes. You go. Where's where's like they just pour it flat. Like sometimes you have to have a little bit of lemonade. They call it a lager top. I tell you what's a lager lager top. I tell you what's a lager Budweiser. The pub well, I watched. I, I watched. I covered the Super Bowl from on Monday. Mm. I was serving buckets of Budweiser. What what would be the worst the beer you've ever tasted? Jeez. Mm. I tell you what. There was one years ago called Balmain Bock. And it was just, it was, it was horrible. Balmain Bock. Balmain Bock. You know, Bock beers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Not good. I I was in the Philippines years ago and they had, the only beer they had at this place was called Cult 45, which was 8%, 8% alcohol and they'd only serve me long decks. Let's just say I was rugby league drunk. Where was the best beer you've ever had? Oh, every time I just saddle up at a bar. Still City. (laughs) Still City Lager. Russia. Russia. Really? Russia. They had at the when I covered the Winter Olympics, they had cold sort of pilsner cans. How good is it? J- how good is it? J- how good is the world after three schooners? Oh yeah. Just the they world also, is such a better They also in place. Russia also had lots of vodka bars. Vodka. That is the culture. Japanese beer. Oh, yeah. When you go have it in Japan, mate, they have actually. Well, I went to a bar where they had beer sh- slushies. Oh, that was like, it. mate. Let me tell you, when you get a head chill from alcohol, it is just the most wonderful feeling. It really is, <laughs> righto? Okay, people. After the break, we got it. Movie of the week with Freddie Got Fingered.